Welcome to Face to Faith, a regular podcast and column focusing on the faith lives of interesting people. Brought to you by the Chicago Sun-Times and available on iTunes and SoundCloud. I am Bob Hergeth of the Sun-Times. This week, my guest is Oak Park mother of seven, Kamala Daly, who has a special spiritual connection to deceased friar Solanus Casey, recently beatified by the Catholic Church. That's the step before formal sainthood. Daly believes a miracle by God with the intercession of Casey saved her son's life during childbirth a decade ago. We talk about that as well as Casey's background and legacy, an interview coming days after 60,000 people, including Daly and her son, attended Casey's beatification ceremony in Detroit. Great. Kamala Daly, thanks so much for... uh for talking here face to face, my pleasure. Thank Thanks. you for having for having this. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's sort of a, we're getting into sort of a a trend of miracles. Last week, I uh, <laughs> I interviewed somebody, a, a, a hospice doctor who really believes in in miracles, and uh, and I know you do, and that's one of the reasons we're we're, we're talking right here. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, for starters, just who you are. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm Kamala Daly. I'm just I'm a mom of seven. Um. I am a music director at a parish, um, and I just a very busy mom, um, pretty ordinary life, just, you know, that most moms have. And, uh, my faith is very important to me and my family. So that's about it. Okay. Ordinary mom, you say, but extraordinary situation when you're, uh, when your boy uh, Solanus was born, right? About oh, 10 years ago. Absolutely. And, absolutely yep and um so before we we get into that um let's explain a little bit who solanus casey is oh solanus casey was an american um man he was a capuchin friar uh, he, was, he was born in wisconsin um on a farm and one of 15 children and uh, he was just a very ordinary man lived a very ordinary life um didn't have a lot of successes in life in terms of education and so forth. So um, he ended up being a porter at, at a door and, and just a, a you know, a, a priest that just ended up um, listening to people really and listening to their stories and um, help the poor a lot. Yes. The, the poor, the sick his his two loves were the poor and the sick his his first loves. Um, he moved to Detroit. Um, they moved him to Detroit and, uh, he started a soup kitchen there and, uh, again, just lived amongst the poor and, um, it is now on the path, the path towards sainthood, right? He, he is. Um, when, when we became familiar with Solanus, he was a venerable and, um, Saturday he was beatified. He is a blessed right, and we're thrilled. So in the Catholic we're, we're, church. Yeah, the Catholic Church, when somebody's beatified, is sort of the step right before somebody's formally declared a saint, right? Correct. Canonization is the last step. So, um, yeah, then he would be officially Saint Solanus Casey. Gotcha. When he's canonized, yes. And he died years ago, obviously. He died in 1957. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And he's he's got a shrine in Detroit, Michigan, and uh, his tomb is there. And we actually got to visit that for the first time on Saturday when we went you know, we went to the beatification the next day we visited the shrine okay. and, um, you know, there's, a, it's a great shrine. You can learn a lot about him and see his tomb and, and, he, and he's been attributed, attributed to a lot of various miracles were attributed. Oh, to copious him. miracles. Um, yeah, we, we have, we get the newsletter from the Solanus Guild and there's always just many, many stories of miracles, um, that Solanus 
is always performing. So well, why don't you yes. explain your miracle because you have a Solanus mm-hmm. now, a 10 year old boy named after yes. uh, Solanus Casey. And, and why don't you, you know, just go over that. Okay. Well, that story, I, I guess I have mind. to start with the, mm-hmm. the backstory. Um, sure. my, my friend introduced us to Solana's Casey um, a couple years before I was even pregnant with my son. And I watched the video of him, priest, prophet, porter, I believe it's called. Um, I just fell in love with Solana's. He reminded me, I'm from Wisconsin too. So he reminded me of my grandfather who was a farmer in Wisconsin. And I just loved the life that he lived and um, the simplicity of him. And he was so accessible as somebody that you could emulate. I mean, I love all the saints, but something about him was just something like, oh man, we could, we could all strive for that kind of, that kind of sanctity through the life that he, that he led. Um, so I, I did, I felt, I fell in love with him. I, my husband saw the, the video actually maybe a year or so later, it was laying around the house and uh, he saw it and he fell in love with Solanus as well and, and his life story. Um, and then soon after, after he saw it, um, I know I, I was pregnant with my son and he had thought of the name Solanus if it was a boy. And, um, I, as much as I loved the man Solanus Casey and, and everything about him, I just wasn't convinced about the name. Um, you, you know, I, I was a teacher long ago and I, I just, I, kids are very sensitive about names and I, it was very different just different. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, there were other names that I, that I had in mind. And I, I said, no, I, I think that we'll go with something else. Um, and along the way, God was, it was funny. God was giving me those little signs, you know, like, oh, maybe he does want me to name him Solanus. But, um, I, I remember, I remember saying this, this, this was not related to the miracle at all. And I, I actually had journaled it at some point. I said something like, oh God, if, if you want him to name Solanus, you better give me a really big sign. And I only know that cause I read it in a journal, um, way after. And I was like, gosh, I wrote that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so on June 15th, it was 2007, um, it's three weeks before I was, um, due with Solanus and I was, I had just finished singing a wedding, um, for some friends and on my way home, I, I, I could feel things happening and I was like, Oh my goodness. I think something's going on here. Um, and I got home and, um, hemorrhaged. I, I just had, um, this bright red blood quite a bit. Um, very worse, worrisome, um, called the paramedics. They came, I, I called my doctor, um, who had said, man, it's, it's a good thing you called me when you did. I was literally right outside go leaving. And, um, a minute later, I would not have been here. So I'll, I'll wait for you. Got to the hospital. Miraculously, the blood had stopped by the time, you know, I got in the ambulance to the hospital. And uh, I remember asking the doctor, well, isn't this serious? I was I was bleeding and it, it was it was quite a bit. I had to lay down. He said, well, we don't know. We'll just have to break the water and proceed. So he took the little um, stick or whatever they use for, for that. And he broke the water and uh, all of a sudden just gushing blood and water just everywhere just sprang out they pushed me back put me on oxygen um and he the doctor just yelled to me Kamala you need to push now now just now I mean they didn't have time for an epidural they didn't have time for anything because I mean the baby had already lost a a significant amount of blood babies can't lose blood um they're, they're tiny and they just can't afford to lose any blood so uh, you know, I, I, I was calling upon the Holy Spirit at the time. And I, I remember three pushes, the third push, huge push. He was out. And do- oh, my gosh. Miracle doctor said it, it's amazing. Had you not had so many kids before, you never would have been able to do that. Whatever. So he's he's out. A um, couple of little 
sounds he makes and then all of a sudden he gets real real pale and um they run over to him and uh start rushing him away um one of the doctors starts doing um cpr the heart manipulating the heart um, compressions on the heart runs them out my husband runs after them and they go into a room shut the shades chaplain walks in and she you know she's shaking her head and she said i you know preparing me you know i I, i'm sorry the doctor came heads down you know whatever and all of a sudden i started to pray to solanus casey his 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 mind you know into my mind came it came his face and and his words i I just remember some quotes he said blessed be god and all his designs thank god ahead of time i just remember all these quotes that that i loved that he had said and I had this intense, it was, it was amazing. This peace came over me that I, I can't even explain. It was, it was all I can say is it was being absorbed in, in God's will. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter what happened. It did not matter. It was just, and that's not me. I mean, I, I would normally be panicking. My husband would be the calm one, calming me down, whatever. But he walks in at the time. He's, he's standing there all distraught, you know, oh my gosh, just pray. We're going to lose him. We're going to lose him. Oh, you know, he was just completely distraught. Here I am looking at him and I said, I I was in another dimension. That's all I can tell you. And I looked at him and I said, it's okay. Whatever, whatever happens, it's okay. And I wasn't even thinking, oh, he's going to be okay. I I didn't know. It it didn't matter. It Mm -hmm. it was just what mattered was whatever God's will is that it's good. That's all that matters. And I, 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 I looked at him then again and I said, and if he makes it, his name will be Solanus. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's going to be Solanus, middle name Casey. Mm-hmm. And I got on the phone and I called my friend, the one that had actually introduced me to, to Solanus the first time. And she didn't pick up the phone. She, on occasion, um, she would leave these messages on her phone of inspirational saints or people that inspired her. And they would, they would have these quotes. She would, she would say the quote on the phone and then say who it was by. Of course, I had no idea what to expect when I called her. I call, phone picks up, God's will, nothing more, nothing less, nothing else, Solanus Casey. That was the recording on the phone. That was the message on the phone, and I, it was just confirmation after confirmation that this man was there. and With you at the time. With me, yep, yeah. right there, and Solanus, and... You know, like I said, he he was just there. His quotes were just surrounding me. And then I get this quote from her, from her out of the blue. She calls me uh, a little while later and she said, oh, I got your message. I was I was actually right when you called. I was at Marytown, um, which is a Franciscan um, retreat center in in illinois and it's it's just a beautiful place where um she was having a retreat led by father benedict rochelle a franciscan uh who was giving a talk on solanus casey oh my gosh i i just was oh my goodness um so then the doctors come in and they they um you know they 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 were explaining that um solanus needed a blood transfusion um right you know an immediate blood transfusion he had the very rare type of blood, which I, I believe is negative AB, but the, the rare kind of blood that the hospital did not have the day before. That morning, someone had come in and donated the negative AB blood. 
<laughs> it was a, another miracle. Um, so he had that blood transfusion, but they said, you know, he had lost so much blood. He suffered from hypovolemia. Um, they were going to rush him to children's hospital, but they, they said, you know, he won't, he won't probably won't make it. Um, and even if, if he did, of course he might be a vegetable or, 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 you know, not functioning very well. So they did rush him to children's and they were going to send me as soon as I could go. And, um, when I got there, they, they had a team of 10 doctors, um, doing all kinds of tests on him, the brain, the, the kidneys they were most worried about neurological tests. They had him hooked up to all these monitors. He was in the most critical care unit. Um, it was a wonderful, wonderful program. They had, um, me, um, staying in a room. Um, they, they had my meals, you know, for me and everything so that I could nurse him and stay with him and hold him with, you know, he had all the wires on and every day they would call him and they would give a report and they just were, they, they didn't know what, what to say. And the last day I asked them, I said, well, what, you know, what, what happened? What's, what's the diagnosis here? And, and they said, well, we don't see anything wrong and um, we don't really know why. I guess the hospital did a really good job. Of course, we knew what had happened and I... Um, What's that? Well, that Solanus Casey had interceded for us, this this miracle that he performed, you know, God performed through this humble friar um, to to save our son. He, he wanted... I. I I'm, I'm positive this was a witness of, um, of God's mercy in, in wanting Solanus Casey to be known in these times. And, uh, this, this power that, uh, through the intercession of the saints that Solanus, uh, performed at this time. So yeah, Solanus came out of it with no, your son, mm-hmm. my son Solanus came out of it with, um, no repercussions, nothing just a normal child, almost like nothing had happened. My doctor and, and the, and the, also his um, primary care doctor, they both called it a miracle. They couldn't believe it. Um, they were just, just in shock. Um, they had told me that what had happened with velamentous insertion, it was a condition where the placenta was not securely attached at the, at the middle of the placenta. They couldn't detect it before the pregnancy. And basically the, the placenta had detached, um, early. And, uh, and then when they finally did, you know, break the water, it had completely detached. Um, and he had just, you know, been losing blood and especially uh, at the end there where they, where they, um, had broke the bag. And when this happens, when this happens before, I mean, it's almost usually oh, just it's no. death usually, yes. right? Or all- when it comes to that point, it's yes. It's death. In fact, I had actually read a few weeks later of another story just like mine. Oh, my goodness. It, it was like, oh, I can't believe I'm reading this. And the, the woman had the same condition I had and the same kind of a situation. And, and yeah, the baby died. So um, so now 10 years later, healthy, healthy guy, healthy, happy guy. And uh, yeah, and it's just and it's, absolutely a regular, happy, well-functioning, perfect, you know, 10 year old child. It's one of those things where. You know, people will probably probably say, well, you know, or a lot of people, you know, medicine is good and advanced and, you know, the doctors are really good or something like that. But you're very, you're convinced in your heart that there was, it was 
beyond that. Well, obviously. when the doctors themselves say <laughs> that, that, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know, you know, it, it was out of their control. And uh, yeah, they, they definitely said that they thought he was not going to make it. Um, so there was really no reasonable explanation mm-hmm. for why he did other than the intervention of Solanus Casey. And that cemented mm-hmm. sort of your family's connection and relationship oh, with this, definitely. With, with this, um, um, with this friar definitely. Who, who died in the fifties, right? That's, in- and, and as soon as it happened, I mean, I, I was so, so grateful to Solanus. I, um, had ordered, uh, the prayer cards, the venerable prayer cards, um, so that we could help with the beatification because I was, we were on such a high with this miracle. And so I, I distribute them all over, you know, my parish, um, all our friends and families and, and even just his name was a witness because people would ask, well, why'd you name him Solanus? Mm-hmm. And, and so we would tell the story and so many people knew about the you know, Solanus through our stories. And, um, I, I, I mean, hand up hundreds and hundreds of, of cards. He, your son probably has the best story of a school at a school, right? Of why he was named a name, you know? Yes. I mean, he does. You know, it, those guys it, are named after does. their dads, their grandpas. It's like, well, here's my, <laughs> here's my story. <laughs> yes. That, Pretty cool. He does. Um, and then it, it doesn't end there. I have to tell you, um, I just came off of another miracle with this beatification. I was not expecting to go to this beatification. I up in Detroit. Up in Detroit, this yeah. Weekend. This on Saturday, um, Solanus. It, it came to fruition. Solanus was beatified. Um, he became a blessed. And uh, a lot of people asked me, "Are you going to go? You have to go. Your son, you know, is named after him. You have a miracle with him." And I said, "No, it's absolutely not possible." Um, it can't go. Uh, and a friend of mine who um, wanted to go very much couldn't even get tickets months ago because she said she would she would even like to bring them. So and this was at what what venue again was this? This is at up in Detroit. What place was it held? Oh, uh, this was at Ford Field, okay. where the the Detroit Lions play. Yeah, mm-hmm. in 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 Detroit. And you had to get tickets, and it was packed, right, and all that. It was packed to the point where you couldn't get tickets. Um, there there were none left. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, there were none left, so she couldn't even get tickets, and she. She found out about it right when they announced the edification was going to take place, which is probably at least a year, um, and and she could not get get them. They they were given out in Detroit first, and then um, there were there were none left. So on Tuesday of this week, a parishioner of mine uh, at at my church just dropped a bomb on me. She um, she had worked some connections for me unknowingly to me and she she said your son has to go and she came up with through some connections she came up with two tickets she said I can't I can't believe it I I was praying about this because I, I really want your son to go and um I came up with these two tickets for you and your son and I was like I just can't go I can't I mean I have work I have the kids activities um my husband will never let me go I mean I I I don't know Detroit. I he and I driving up there by there there's no way. No way. So the next day I I was desperately looking at bus tours and and whatever cuz I I just couldn't tell her no. She was so excited for me. But I was thinking the next day I'm just going to have to tell her you're going to have to give him to someone else. I I just can't do it. As much as I'd like to I I can't. Mm-hmm. Um I I was a wreck cuz I she she was so excited and it was so not kind of her to do that for me. But it just was impossible. And, and 
I, I couldn't. So I did um, look into things. Nothing really had worked out. So on the next day, I I just went before the tabernacle and I said, Solanus, Father Solanus, and God, if you want this to happen, you're going to have to make it work. If this is you and you want him there, it's in your hands. I, Otherwise, I, I can't do it. So as soon as I said that, um, the friend of mine who had wanted to go originally and couldn't get tickets, um, I had actually called her right away when my when this woman had given me the tickets and I told her what had happened. And she said, oh, boy, that's too bad. I mean, it's such short notice. And I'd even drive up with you just uh, maybe even just to help you out, even if I couldn't go just so he could go. But I can't now. I've got too much work, you know, and I've, mm-hmm. I, I can't do it. Well, she calls me as soon as I say this prayer and all of a sudden it starts rolling just intensely. She says, I was just talking to somebody and a random conversation. I came up with three tickets somebody can't use. They're VIP tickets. There's three tickets. You got to let me know. Are you going to go? Do you have the two tickets that, that you know you were given? And I was like, oh, my goodness. Um, I don't have them in my hand. But okay, let's let's think about this. Okay, we'll have to get up there. How will we get up there? All right, well, maybe I'll rent a car. You look in accommodations. The next thing I know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm playing at a liturgy, and she leaves a message. All right, well, we don't have to rent the car. Um, another person I had known in St. Louis who had wanted to go a long time ago is going to take one of my tickets. So I'm going to take all three of these tickets. You got to let me know, are you going to go? And I was like, oh my gosh, this must be, <laughs> this must be a sign. I, I must be, you know, I'm supposed to go, I guess. So I said, um, all right, let's do it. Where are we going to stay? Hotels will probably be packed or whatever. Well, her brother lives in Detroit and we can stay there. Okay. All right. Well, now I got to ask my husband. So I asked my husband and I said, um, everything's worked out. Got a ride got this got that and it kind of surprised me because I, I really thought it was sh- such short notice and we had so much going on he, he actually did say well it sounds like you have to go mm-hmm. <laughs> so um it, it was settled we we were gonna go we drove there I, someone picked me up at my door literally we left 4 a.m saturday morning we get to detroit we pull into her brother's house and i'm thinking oh my gosh what are we doing here probably gonna sleep on the floor you know that's fine we'll just camp out whatever we pull up to this house and i look out my window and there's this man standing in the window and all of us were like oh my gosh it looks it looked just like solanus casey i kid you not (laughs) he looked just like him if his beard was a little bit longer it, it could have been it could have been his brother we just oh my gosh it's solanus casey we get out of the van, we go in the house, and the house was, it was like a shrine. They, they had a, a, a pilgrim statue in the back, um, a prayer area. They had Solanus Casey pictures in their house, the Sacred Heart, all kinds of, you mm-hmm. know, beautiful artwork. So you ended up... A prayer room. So you ended up making it to the to, to the event and, and, um, and, and just sort of... When days earlier, you, it was just really one of those things you didn't know if you could. Make. I didn't even think I was going to go. Yeah. It was impossible. And then I and then I end up finding even more than the beatification itself, which was outstandingly amazing, was the witness of this couple, this man and his wife. I was so impressed with their their relationship. They, 
she was um had been married for 50 years um she was in a wheelchair blind and on oxygen so she had all the cords around and the husband um was taking care of her and so attentive to every need of hers and I asked her who's your favorite saint and she said Solanus Casey they as it turns out they visited the shrine they went to mass there every day uh, in Detroit and they were going to go to the beatification and I said oh my goodness this is just amazing so Solanus worked Father Solanus worked everything to the detail for this trip out and when I got to the beatification, which was, I think a, a cardinal or two card, one or two cardinals were sort of oversaw that. Was that right? Well, yeah. And then they had a representative from Rome as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, it was the homily, everything was just perfect. And, um, the, I was at the ceremony and, uh, it came to me very clearly in my mind that Solanus, father Solanus was saying to me because I was like thank you so much for this I you did this I I didn't even I was I was almost apprehensive I was apprehensive to go I was Mm -hmm. fighting this and 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 he wanted your family there he said you were in this with me I want you here Mm -hmm. and one of the petitions actually said um for those who helped in the cause of the beatification of Solanus Casey and I thought oh wow how generous he he wanted he wanted us there, mm-hmm. you know. It was almost like thanking us. So what does this for, say? I'm sorry. Yeah, thanking us mm-hmm. for um, getting the name out there and 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 like giving credit to everyone else for for this uh, beatification. So what's the? Ma- I was I'm sorry for interrupting. I was going to ask what what is um, um what does this whole situation? I mean just the entire story from 10 years ago till now say mm-hmm. to you about um, prayer? There are a couple of quotes that I, I got out of um, Solanus's Casey's writing and also from the beatification that they reiterated um, that really stood out in my mind. And one was thank God ahead of time. And the other one was God is God loves us so much, we should love him. And when you truly fall into the will of God, there is such a great peace. And there, there's so much um, apprehension today for people, I guess, to let go, and let God, so to speak, um, that we can't, they can't um, experience that peace. But when you do and you live in God's will, as I did that day of the, the birth, and I try to, <laughs> I try to continue in that. All, the, it, it's always hard. It's always hard to, you know, completely trust. But when we do, um, you, this incredible peace comes over you and you. Um, I mean, I think what you're trying to say is that, I mean, in your in your experience prayer works right prayer works prayer works absolutely it works and um for anybody who doesn't believe in god or doesn't believe that prayer works um i just hope they rethink that because it does and these kind of experiences that people there's so many miracles all around uh 
I, I think it's important that, that people share their stories and, and get them out there so that everybody can, um, can see that uh, these things do happen and have some hope and have hope. Absolutely. And that if they, you know, can go to their, these friends of, of God who in their lives were such incredible witnesses to the faith and um, we can go to them and they can help us to, to find that faith. And, and they do, they work these miracles that we can uh, experience in our own lives. So, and, and also, I mean, a lot of, I don't even think a lot of Catholics fully understand the sort of the, the, how saints sort of are said to operate. And well, uh, saints were very close to God. They, um, they followed his will and, you know, in, in doing so they, you know, their prayers, so to speak, um, can, you know, be very effective because they're very close to God and, um, he answers, he answers all prayers, but, um, it's kind of going through a conduit. It's kind of going through a friend to help you to have your prayers answered. They're, you know, the saints, they're already in heaven. They already enjoy the beatific vision. Um, so they, they're just very close to God. And so by asking for their intercession, we call it, you know, that their help, um, we can sometimes get there faster and closer. You know, our prayers can be answered faster because um, they've already achieved that oneness, that closeness with God that, that we're striving for. Um, and of course, God answers our prayers as well, but it helps to have that, that intercession of those who, who are already amongst, you know, the, the, um, the, the beatific vision and, you know, so they, they, they have that help. In Solanus Casey, again, he's not officially declared a saint yet, but he's sort of on that path, the next step. And he's somebody that I had never heard of, but he's been in the news lately because of this um, beatification. Not as, not very many American saints. And and, and, um, um, and here's a guy who also was, um, you know, and some saints do sort of like very, um, you know, um, sort of big things splashy things and and here was a guy i think who was who was notable mostly for his simplicity right yes he was known he was known for his simplicity um humility and um and just living living in god's will really i mean he he was known for listening that's that's where his greatness came from was just listening people never felt rushed they never felt like you know he didn't want to hear any more of what they were saying he just he just listened and through that, they, they felt, you know, important and, um, and just, you know, special. So just, just through that, uh, caring that he gave at the door when people would come and listen. Yeah. What do you hope um, people listening to this sort of derive from your story? I would hope that they would know Solanus Casey as someone that they can go to for prayers. He's very powerful. He's somebody that, um, some of the saints seem like they have such, um, hard roads to follow after, you know, they, some of them burned at the stake and, and, and whatnot. It's just, Oh my goodness. I, you know, I, I love them. I pray to them and I'm in awe of them, but gosh, I could never do that, you know, but Solanus Casey, 
he's so accessible to just the ordinary person. And I look up to him and I think, wow, I, I could do that. I could listen. I could, I mean, couldn't we all just sit at the door and answer the door and listen and work, work at soup kitchens and just all of the things in his life that he, that he did, I think we could all strive for. And and he's also one of our very own from the United States. You know, he's, um, I think he would be, or maybe he's the second now American born, um, saint to be, to be beatified. I think there might be one other that American born, actually born on this soil. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that, but, but anyway, I would hope that people, um, will go to him and, and, and know him and, um, through the miracle he did for us, maybe, um, that can show them that, uh, they can go to him too. He's very powerful and, uh, and, and I hope that they can learn from this to, to um, follow in his example. And most importantly, just it's Solanus, you know, shows us that, again, God is, God is so good. God loves us. And we should love him. And really, that's, that's the bottom line. That was Kamala Daly, a local Catholic with a special connection to a deceased friar headed towards sainthood on Face to Faith, a regular podcast and column brought to you by the Chicago Sun-Times. I am Bob Hergeth of the Sun-Times. Think about subscribing to us on iTunes and please leave a comment. This podcast was edited. Thanks for listening.